This is a Squeeze podcast. We're your shortcut to being informed. Good morning. This is Sport Today, your weekday sports news podcast that puts you ahead of the game. I'm Sam Ferris. And I'm Lucy Watkin. It's Wednesday, the 6th of July. In your sport today, Nick Kyrgios is charged with assault. Eric Hipwood is free to play. No Quade Cooper for the Wallabies. And a baseball manager flips out. This is your sport today. As we have all week, we're starting with Wimbledon and Nick Kyrgios, but this time it's got nothing to do with tennis. Late last night, Kyrgios was charged by ACT police with assaulting his ex-girlfriend in December last year. Luce, bring us up to speed on this one. So last night, an ACT policing statement was released that said Kyrgios is scheduled to face ACT Magistrates Court on August 2 in relation to one charge of common assault following an incident in December 2021. The alleged victim is Kyrgios's ex-girlfriend, who had accused Kyrgios of being unfaithful during their 18-month on-and-off relationship. We haven't heard from Kyrgios as he prepares for his Wimbledon quarterfinal tonight, but his lawyer says Kyrgios is taking the allegations very seriously. Yeah, his lawyer also said they'll issue a media release soon, so expect to see that one this morning. And Wimbledon says that his match against Chilean Christian Garen will go ahead tonight as planned. Uh, on the tennis court, uh, Novak Djokovic, the top seed, he needed a pep talk to make it into the semi finals, Luce. Yeah, it just shows that these guys are human at the end of the day. (laughs) Djokovic came from two sets to love down to beat number 10 seed Yannick Sinner in five sets and said after the match he used a toilet break at the end of the second set to look himself in the mirror and give himself a pep talk. (laughs) Well, it worked because he won the next three sets, 6-3, 6-2, 6-2. So he's on track to make it four Wimbledon titles in a row. He'll play local hope Cameron Norrie. He beat David Goff to make his first major semi-final. And on the women's side, three seed on Jabeur will play German Tatiana Maria in the semis after they both won through overnight. Plenty happening as always, and it's a big one tonight with Aussie Isla Tomlianovic and Kyrgios both playing in their quarters back-to-back on court one, so you don't need to change the channel. It starts at 10 p.m. Australian Eastern Standard Time, and you can watch it on 9 Gem and Stan Sport. Tuesday night in AFL land is tribunal night and last night Brisbane Lions player Eric Kipwood was found guilty of umpire contact but is free to play this weekend. The tribunal even called this one complicated so loose you're going to need to break it down for us. Well, last Thursday night at the Gabba, Hipwood was running downfield and in his way was Bulldogs defender Ryan Gardner. So he pushed Gardner, who then collided and dropped umpire Jacob Mollison. Hipwood was referred to the tribunal and it really divided opinions among experts and former players on whether he should be suspended or not. In the end, the tribunal took 45 minutes to rule that Hipwood had breached his duty of care for the umpire and was careless, but a low level of carelessness. So he got a $2,500 fine and can play this weekend against the Bombers. Yes, not everyone has agreed with that ruling. Uh, The AFL has actually said it was far from adequate. Uh, Well, Hipwood is in and he'll take on the Bombers, as you said, Luce, this Sunday at 10 past one at the Gabba. A big year for Australian football fans has got even bigger with both the Matildas and Socceroos to play in Brisbane as they build up for their respective World Cups. Uh, Luce, when's this all going down? 
It's all going down in September at Suncorp Stadium. So two matches were announced yesterday. On September 3, the Matildas will play Olympic gold medalists Canada in an international friendly. The Matildas had already been scheduled to play against Canada on September 6 in Sydney. So these will be tough games ahead of the World Cup that's going to be here and in New Zealand next year. Speaking of New Zealand, their men's team, the White Ferns, will play the Socceroos in Brisbane on September 22. That'll be the Socceroos' first game in Brisbane since 2018 and that lasts at home before they head off to prepare for the World Cup in Qatar. Yeah, and this also marks 100 years since Australia's first international match, which was also against New Zealand. And the two teams will play again in Auckland three days later. Uh, Today's trivia question brought to you by the EPL Live app. Which nation knocked New Zealand out of World Cup qualifying? Sorry to all our Kiwi fans. Loose, give us a clue. It was a South American country. I know it's too soon, but find out the answer at the end of the show. Wallabies fans are still talking about the famous win over England in Perth last weekend. Uh, They did it without veteran fly half Quade Cooper, and they're going to have to do it again without him this weekend, Luce. Yeah, this is a weird one. Cooper was all set to play in Perth, but in the warm-ups just before the game, he hurt his calf and was ruled out of the match. It means he'll miss this weekend's second test at Suncorp Stadium in Brisbane, and it's being reported he's in doubt for the third test at the SCG on July 16. Noah Lalesio replaced Cooper in Perth, but James O'Connor could start at number 10 this week. He was actually dragged from a function that night to suit up and play, so... He should be better prepared this time. <laughs> yeah, hopefully he was on the waters at the function. Uh, <laughs> we should find out today the verdict on Darcy Swain's judicial hearing about his headbutt from the first test. He could be suspended over it. Uh, it was his birthday yesterday, but I doubt that's been considered by the <laughs> We don't like getting around England's cricket team too much here on Sport Today, you know, because of the whole Ashes rivalry thing. But we can't not mention their recent resurgence under new coach Brendan McCullum and captain Ben Stokes. Overnight, they chased down their highest score ever to win a test match and loose. They're making a habit of this. Yeah, and they're doing it easy too. So <laughs> last night, England beat India at Edgebaston by chasing down 378 runs to win, which they did for the loss of just three wickets. As you said, Sam, it's their highest successful run chase. And in the past couple of months, they've had three of their 10 biggest successful run chases. A lot of this goes down to the freedom and aggressive approach under new coach Brendan McCullum, who was a real dasher as a player, but also the form of Joe Root and Johnny Bairstow. They both scored hundreds in the big win, which means they drew the series with India to all after the fifth test was postponed from last year because of COVID. If you love cricket stats like me, there are some crazy numbers out of this game and under Brendan McCullum in general. I've put a link to them in the show notes. And this is pretty scary stuff for us Aussie fans with the next Ashes series just a year away in the UK. Baseball in the US has seen some pretty spectacular manager meltdowns over the years. We've got the latest entry for you today. This one isn't from the majors, but it still shows how much the team managers care about the games and their players. What are you going to give this one out of 10, Luce? 
Look, I have to give it a 10 because that's <laughs> how many bats Mark Minichosi <laughs> threw on the home plate when he threw a tantrum in the Atlantic League this week. Minichosi <laughs> is the manager for a team named the Wild Health Genomes. And no, this isn't made up. They played a team called the Charleston Dirty Birds. It looks as though Minichosi thought the home plate umpire was missing some strike calls, so he threw a bunch of bats on home plate drew the strike zone in the dirt and physically demonstrated the difference between a ball and a strike. Fair to say he was swiftly evicted from the game. (laughs) (laughs) Yeah, and he left with a wink to somebody in the crowd too. Uh, The vision is great and the Twitter commentary is even better. There's a link to the video in the episode notes. Time for Catch This, the stuff that caught our eye on what's coming up and loose. We're going to be glued to the tennis tonight, aren't we? Oh, yeah, massive night of tennis with Isla Tomljanovic and Nick Kyrgios playing in the quarterfinals at Wimbledon. Fingers crossed we can have two Aussies in the semifinals when we wake up tomorrow morning. Uh, as for today's trivia question brought to you by the EPL Live app, uh, who knocked out New Zealand from World Cup qualifying loose? You said it was a South American team. Who was it? The team was at Costa Rica. Costa Rica, 1-0 again. Apologies to all our Kiwi fans out there. We didn't mean to do this to you. Uh, That's us done for today on Sports Today. I'm off until Monday, but Lucy and Gabs for the last two days of his Sports Today career will be with you tomorrow. I'll catch you then.